right, everyone. Welcome to the Bad Porno Book Club. I'm Erin. I'm Andrea. And we are on chapter 13 of A Touch of Grey Down There, written by our hero, Blake Lockhart. If you haven't been with us for the prior 12 chapters, um, it'd probably be faster to actually go buy the book off Amazon than to listen to all those episodes because it's like size 18 font and pretty. It's pretty a pretty quick, quick read. Yeah. Or, uh, if you haven't joined us before, I recommend uh, reading the first three chapters and start listening at chapter four. That's reading? where it gets real. Oh. Yeah. Read the first three, you know, by the book, read the first three chapters, and then start listening to us okay. at chapter four. Because that's when it gets gross and good. Um, we'd like to make a special dedication uh, for this week's episode to our um, beautiful friend who got kicked in the box by a horse. Um... So we're wishing her a speedy recovery. You know who you are. We and, love you. Uh, we feel for you. And we, we have a, a recommendation, and that's to sit on a bag of frozen peas. It worked for Annabelle, so try Good it. luck. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Godspeed. So, recapping chapter 12, the email chapter. Yeah, so um, we learned that these two really like to mix business and pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um so this was a strictly email episode where we learned that uh, Calvin and Annabelle really mix business and pleasure. They send, well, I guess pleasure emails because it starts with that aspect of the relationship and then finishes with some sort of detail about the actual work that she's doing for him and not work in a dirty way. Work, mm-hmm. work. Um, we also learned that Annabelle is an ignorant little twat she's she is an ignorant little twat she's just so weirdly trusting and has this such an internal dialogue where she's constantly getting herself worked up and then and then fixing it with her internal dialogue Mm -hmm. like a lot of this relationship is just happening in her head she builds it up she tears it down she gets excited she gets worried but it's not happening with Calvin. They don't really talk. No, no. I mean, literally their entire relationship has taken place over the course of approximately 10 days. Yeah. Which is not nearly enough time to be um, peeing on someone. Um, yeah, one night stand. But, you know. Sure. You know. Nor is it enough time to be declaring love based on peeing and... and bizarre sex acts that they're doing together it's it's a lot and and that's what the emails have taught me is that this has been from email the first time they emailed until uh their emails in chapter 12 10 days yeah so a quick summary of how their emails have progressed calvin says we're going to do a trust exercise p.s here's how you pronounce this vietnamese tribe whose leader i exterminated way back in the day Mm -hmm. she says cool i love trust exercises and you um insert detail about book he says great let's go for a glass of wine she's like oh i have so many things to ask you because she wants to ask him if he's a motherfucking murderer yeah and And, has a meth lab and then he's like oh my heart needs to be healed by you and blah 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 i have trust issues and she says you're right there's no reason for me not to trust you i love you let's get wine Mm -hmm. that's it and once again, horrified by your recap, just because seeing it laid out like that. 
is is awful. The other thing that I question too is, mm-hmm. I mean, she's a she was a seventy year old virgin, and I just I feel like if you've held off until that point, it's because you might be really cynical of various yeah. situations, and you might not be overly trusting, and you mm-hmm. might not think that a lot of people are worth your time or your vagina, yeah. and. Yet she's the opposite. So I actually have a hard time believing that she's a virgin. Like, just literally from, like, a, like a, a literary standpoint. Yeah. In terms of, of a character. Mm-hmm. Because she falls for anything. Because she's a 15-year-old girl. Yeah. Like, she's, she got stuck in that. That I love you. It's great. It's the fantasy. It's the, the romance novel. This is going to work. This is going to happen. It's, it's the 15-year-old girl mentality with the smutty romance novel, heroine falling for a man. We also had no, it wasn't like, she was like, oh, I'm hesitant about blowing you or sleeping with you or getting peed on by you because it's my first time and let's take it slow. Like, that's probably something that should have been included because that's normal. Instead, she was like, oh, I'm going to blow you and it reminds me of a hot bowl of thick oatmeal. Like, that's... It's not normal. It's not a normal character thing. These characters are flawed. I, it's I, not correct. I, I very much agree. Nobody that does that. Flawed. Nobody is like, I'm, I've waited 70. Wow. Okay. I, yeah, I correct myself. If you have waited that long, maybe you do just jump in. I'm not 70. I don't know. Sure. I don't know. But it just, it seems. These are all questions hard. for Block. Or for Blake. For Block. For Block. I like to bring his name together. He's like J-Lo. Yeah. This Block. is, oh, it's basically. So. It's basically sad sex mixed with too much detail about random war crimes. Well, let's see what happens in chapter 13 and if we get any sex, any war crimes, uh, or any more sad facts. Chapter 13. I keep wondering if Calvin can sense my hesitation. His eyes search me in a new and different way. I take a... I take a seat on the sofa while he pours us each a glass of red wine at his bar. Le Cote de Rhone, 1997, he says, his back to me. I've been saving this vintage for an occasion, and this seems to be an occasion, wouldn't you say, my sweet Annabelle? He comes over and sets the wine glass in front of me. I think he may have put something in it while his back was turned to me. Oh my God, please tell me she doesn't drink it. I have a story that a friend told me, me, and I'm not sure I should tell it's not my story, but she was on a date, and uh, a first date, and this guy kept trying to put, I think, ecstasy into her, or give her ecstasy, and she wouldn't take it. She kept saying, no, no, it's okay, and then he tried to slip it into her drink. That's awful so and illegal. Bad. And she, but she just didn't drink her drink and stayed for the rest of the evening. Oh, and stayed. Okay. Yeah. As, as Annabelle probably was. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So this could go down two paths. This is a trust meeting. This is a trust meeting. And this is actually probably the first ounce of cynicism and caution that we've seen out of her. So I'm really hopeful that, you know, she continues down this path. But realistically, she's probably going to say, but not Calvin, and then chug her wine and then get roofied and then the book will be over. 
That's very cynical of you. <laughs> I think he may have put something in it while his back was turned to me. My mind is a briar's patch of exaggerated fears. I see an image of me bound and gagged, Calvin dragging me by the heels down the hallway to his room with the blue door. Cheers. Where he's going to do what in his science lab? <laughs> Doesn't test, like, test her blood pressure? <laughs> we've established that the blue room is a... Uh, that, I mean, maybe he, like, it's like an operating room. But still. Ooh. But still. Why? <laughs> oh. oh, God. Okay, well, anyways, follow your gut, Annabelle. Mm-hmm. Please follow your gut. Cheers, he says and holds out his glass. We clink, and I take a tiny sip, barely enough to wet my lips. What, for, so she just gets a tiny amount of roofie? Yes, which, I mean, I guess she is a little bit smart of her. Again, cautious. You had some questions for me, he says, and then smiles to disarm me. I take a deep breath to still myself. Where to start? I can't say. I found the clippings in the chest. I will start with the general and move towards the specific. Some of the women, they're saying things, I say. This seems to amuse him. Oh, do tell, he grins. Are they jealous of the daily rogering you're getting? Again, what a pompous, self-centered asshole. Also... The Daily Rogering. The Daily Rogering. Sounds like a terrible newspaper. It does. A pirate newspaper. (laughs) They're saying things about you. About your past, I say. Dark things. Calvin nods, serious now. He sits back and looks at me. What sort of things, Annabelle? I found a news article online about you being charged with killing your wife, I say, blurting it out. I instantly feel better, like the moment you've stepped outside a room and release a fart you've been holding in for an hour. An hour? But as with the fart, I am left with the lingering smell in the air between us. Wow. Everything has changed. Oh my god. Wow. What a... Thank you, Blake. What an analogy. (laughs) (sighs) Ah, the internet, Calvin says. The wonderful world wide web. Web of bullshit, perhaps. Web of confusion. (laughs) Yes, yes, you have your hand up. (laughs) This actually brings up an excellent point. After she found the newspaper clippings, why did she She not actually Google Google him? Good point. Like you said, Annabelle is a little bit smart. Majority not so much. No. No. Web of bullshit, perhaps. Web of confusion. Web of mind control for simpletons. (laughs) This is probably actually Blake Lockhart's actual beliefs on the internet. Yeah, I would say so. He puts his hands on his knees, pats them twice, and pulls up. That's such a grand... Sorry, I'm yawning. (laughs) You say that's such a granddad move. Like... (laughs) Here we go. I watch him walk around the back of the sofa. He walks slowly, considering everything in the room around him. He pauses at a piece of art. A Pollock. I can't quite place. He tilts his head a little and then adjusts the angle of the canvas. He swivels and looks at me with a sincere expression, his blue eyes gentle. It is true. He says, I was charged and put on trial, 
but it was a ruse, a very elaborate and complex operation set up by the Soviets to frame me. You see, Annabelle, the woman was not my wife. She was a fellow agent provocateur. Is this what's going on in the White House right now? <laughs> it's a very political statement, but I think it only makes sense. Set up by the Soviets. A ruse. Being framed for murder is a little more than a ruse. A ruse seems a little bit, like, more fun. Not yeah, framing it's a someone. I struggled to digest the tangled knot of information. Is that why the name... I say, was different from Calvin Black, this Eugene Osgood Malvern? He smiles and nods. That's it exactly. You see, Annabelle, my real name is indeed Calvin Black. My operational identity was Eugene Osgood Malvern. Oh my god, you joined the CIA and that's the (laughs) name they give you? Like, you're like, you've been through training, you're jacked up, you're ready, you're going undercover. Hey, Eugene. Yeah. That's what you get? Malvern. (laughs) That is brutal. Oh, here we go. You've solved the puzzle, my dear. There is no darkness. Just the patriotic efforts of a valiant and selfless young spy. And naturally we're just going to believe it. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. (sighs) But here's, here's the response. A wave of relief washes over me. I physically sigh, easing back into the comfortable embrace of the sofa. You should probably ask more questions. Yeah, it's super fucking shady. And even if it was some sort of ruse set up by the Soviets and she was an agent provocateur, like, she still got burnt alive. Maybe talk about it. No, she's just going to take it. Whatever he says at face value, and then lie on the floor and get peed on. Mm-hmm. That's what she's going to do. I'm a little ashamed, I admit. Ugh, I mean, why? I mean, here we are working on your memoirs about your international exploits, and I let my imagination get the best of me. I'm sorry, Calvin. I do hope you'll forgive me. Don't apologize for thinking someone's yeah. a murderer when the evidence suggests that they're a murderer. You've learned nothing here. Like, he's still... Oh, okay. She's the worst. She is. He's the worst. They're both terrible. He takes steps to me and takes my hands. Of course I do, Annabelle. I... No. I love you. Oh, there it is. I do. Drink. (laughs) (laughs) But this one's from Calvin. It's still an inappropriate I love you. (laughs) There... Again, this is like a man getting himself out of trouble. A person getting themselves out of trouble. But no, no. Somebody else, they did it to me. I was innocent. I love you. I love you. Like, I love you. I feel a tear release itself in the corner of my eye like a rare pearl. Lord. Like a rare pearl giving up the safety of its shell. Yeah, like her crying is rare. Mm -hmm. She's a delicate flower. Very. A tear I have held for 70 years or more. A tear I have never cried for my mother. A tear I have never allowed myself to cry for the decades spent without a love in my life. You're telling me that someone that emotional has never didn't even See, cry? I would believe that a 70-year-old virgin had never cried because she's super cynical, going back to exactly, exactly what I said. But this is just like, it's like there's two different people going on here. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because she's crazy. Yeah. Now come, Annabelle, and let me show you how deeply I trust you. Calvin pulls me up with his strong grip. What? What are we doing? This, I is, ask. this is where the drugs kick in. He leads me across the floor to the hulk of wood and brass that resembles a cross between a moonshine still and a strange time machine from an H.G. Wells novel. Wouldn't My... that be a twist? <laughs> My organ, he says proudly. My organ. End of Ugh. chapter. <laughs> and I don't know what is trust. It ends with a massive penis innuendo. <laughs> yeah. His organ. His organ. What the <laughs> fuck? Like, I just don't. I don't. Oh, God. It's so all over the place. Yeah. He's like. But, okay, someone. First of all, you think you think the person that you're dating has murdered someone. So that's that's yeah. one thing. The answer is apparently that they are a CIA agent set up by the Soviets, blah blah blah, mm-hmm. which is just as shocking as them murdering someone. Yeah. So, you don't just move on. No. You don't just move on and then go and look at their organ, either one of their organs. No. Certainly don't touch either one of their organs until you get some answers. No. It I I have to admit, I am super curious to see how chapter 14 plays out because she's probably back at the pool. <laughs> that is what happens every time. It's like leading up to some big sexy time and she sat around squeegeeing the pee-pee out of her hair by the pool with her friends. Or sitting on a bag of peas. Like, oh, Well... I'm exasperated right now. I know. So I would say that's a great place to leave this week's episode. Wanting more. Needing more. I need more. I I need a lot of clarification. Yes. I have many questions. I don't know that I need more organ. No. No, but I definitely have questions. I'm interested to see how the organ plays into this and why that has anything to do with trust. Do you think he's hiding something I in the mean, organ? I, if I remember correctly, like, it is it is important to him. Maybe he, it's like the banana stand in Arrested Development. There's always money in the banana stand. Yeah, this whole time. He just opens that organ up, and it's got all the answers. Filled with cash. Oh, or, or answers. <laughs> I'd be happy with either, truthfully. <sighs> all right, well. Yeah. So, um, rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, join us on SoundCloud. Uh, you can email us at badpornobookclub at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram, BPBC Podcast. And uh, please do. Yes. Um, this does that. This actually, I mean, it absolutely comes from a place of desperation, but it really is that the various podcast apparatuses, apparati, mm-hmm. give you no data whatsoever other than that people are listening so people are listening we just don't know who you are or what you think or if you hate us or you love us or like we're really it's literally just curiosity yeah so if you are one of those people and we would love to hear from you especially if you're not already our friend or my mother you can ask us anything you want yeah that's that's my incentive right there yeah anything we'll probably answer it right here on this podcast so there's a treat. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, ask away. Until next week. Thanks for listening. There's a bad porn book club. Bye. Bye.